the Made For More podcast and I could not be more excited to be with you today. Oh, it has been a while. It has been a while. You know how I know it's been a while as well because I just recorded this entire episode and then I realised it wasn't recording. (laughs) I'm so out of practice. But we are back. I'm rejuvenated. I feel like myself again. I feel like my brain is finally starting to work again because I'm not going to lie to you my friends it went a little bit mushy for a long time um but I feel like I'm back and uh yeah I've got so much to share with you I am so so excited to be bringing you this next season of made for more podcast and all the wonderfulness that it that it brings because like anything when you take a little bit of time out and when you slow down and you just pause for a second it gives you so much insight And you can really kind of, you know, see a lot in yourself and your situation and what you want and what you don't want. And you kind of like, for me, it really helps me get my creative juices flowing again. And I just had some major, major personal insights and I'm really excited to share it with you. Because if you're going to invest in me for 30 minutes every single week, then I owe it to you to be as open and honest and vulnerable and authentic as I can possibly be. And I really want to share everything that I've, you know, everything that I've learned and deep insights. And I want to share a little bit more about, um, yeah, the whole process really of being a mum and building businesses and obviously all the emotional side that goes along with that but also the practical side of it as well because I get so many questions of people saying but how do you actually do it like how do you actually juggle the kids and the house and the life and the how do you structure your day so I'm just so excited to give you kind of like a new level of um yeah insight and and value and everything um so that I can help you be the best version of you and just help you go for crazy audacious goals because my goodness you can do anything if you put your mind to it what I've realized is that um mums not just mums but women in general are absolute powerhouses and honestly when we put our mind to it we are unstoppable so I'm, I'm just excited to connect with all of you unstoppable powerhouses and uh, to see what we can create so thought I'd give you a little um, update on what's happened. So last time we spoke, it was the 13th of July. That was actually 13 weeks ago now. It was the 13th of July and it was my due date. So I was fully cooked, ready to go. But you will also know if you listen to my last podcast that um, myself and my whole family, we tested positive for COVID. So it was a little bit of a funny time and we were thinking you know, what's going to happen? Are we going to, am I going to give birth with COVID? Or maybe if I, you know, go over my 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 um, due date, then maybe we'll be out of isolation and we won't have COVID anymore and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it, there was so much uncertainty and it was just a lot of like, you know, unanswered questions and what ifs and different scenarios. And um, yeah, we didn't know how it was going to go, but this is how it went. So basically, I was doing lots of, I was chatting to lots of different doctors and things like that and saying, you know, what does this mean for me then? And what does it mean for my baby that we now have COVID? Obviously, I wanted to know if there was any specific health risks to me or to her by staying, you know, staying pregnant or, you know, should we try and, I was thinking, should I get induced? Should I get a cesarean? Should I get her out? Is she better in? Um, So I was just trying to figure out all of that stuff. But basically they said there's no kind of, um, evidence at the moment to say that it's going to affect the baby Um, but we just want to keep a closer eye on on everything so 
normally, you know, if you have reduced movement or things like that, they say, you know, give it a little while, just have a little lay down, have a fizzy drink, um, see how you get on. And then if you're if you're worried, then call us. Whereas this time they said anything you're not sure of, like any changes in movement at all, just give us a call and we need to examine you. So I woke up on the 14th of July, the day after my due date, and I just had reduced movement, whether it was psychological in my head or or what, I don't know, but I just felt like she wasn't moving as much and I just felt a little bit unsettled, so I wanted to get her checked out. So I called the hospital and they said, absolutely, you know, we definitely need to examine you, but if you do come in, it means that you need to stay in, in which case we need to induce you today. Um, Because obviously any room that I go into, they then have to disinfect and do all of that, you know, cleaning process, so I can't be coming in and out of rooms in the hospital all the time. So they said, if you come in, you've got to stay in. So I decided at that point that it was just safer for her to be out now. Like she's fully cooked. Let's just let's just go. Let's get her out into the world and we can we can focus on on the next steps. So I decided to be induced. It was really funny because I well I say funny, it was just bizarre really, but I had to be um driven around the back of the hospital. So I could I wasn't allowed to come in the main hospital. Came around the back of the hospital, literally where the like deliveries go. <laughs> it was just me and like the bin men. Um, went around the back and then I had to call them. They came out and ushered me in. They came out literally looking like Ghostbusters. Um, they ushered me in. I wasn't allowed to touch anything. They had to open all the doors for me. And then I was taken into my own private room. So I was still on the maternity ward, but I had my own room, which is actually quite cool. Um, and and then that's where I stayed. So I wasn't allowed to leave that room at all. But the room was all right, actually. I had like my own bathroom and everything was there that I needed, the delivery bed and then the after bed and, you know, all of the, the care stuff. And I just kind of in my head, I was like, it's fine. It's basically like I'm Beyonce and they've just ushered me around the back. And now I'm in like my private penthouse room. And uh, yeah, it's all good. So I mean, it wasn't like that at all. It was nothing glamorous about it at all, but you just got to be creative, haven't you, in those times? Um, so I got into the room and they monitored me and she was all good, thankfully. And they said, um, actually, your contractions have started. So we can see on the monitor that you're, you are contracting. So they say, we're going to have a, we're going to examine you, see how to ha- see what's going on. But if we can, if your waters are low enough, then we'll break your waters and start the induction. Otherwise, we'll have to do the other, you know, there's like a balloon and a pessary and all that fun stuff Um, and honestly I was a bit worried about inductions I've heard so many horror stories of you know people being induced and it's taken like three days or just you know it all taking forever Um, and I wasn't really excited about the fact that it was I wasn't really going with how nature intended this birth to go but by that point I've just kind of like let go of you know what this birth was meant to be it meant that I've obviously um having COVID, it meant that Kurt couldn't be there. So Kurt wasn't allowed to come in with me. My mum was allowed to be there, um, but she was allowed to come in when I was in active labour. So she actually came about four hours after I um, I got induced. But I just, the whole thing is weird though, because like they said that Kurt couldn't come because he had COVID. So it was like double chance of spreading it in the hospital. But then they put someone who didn't have COVID, i.e. my mum, in a room with me and didn't let her leave. (laughs) So it was weird, really. I didn't really understand the logic of it. But anyway, it was so nice to have my mum there. And it was a really cool experience that we wouldn't have had before. And um, yeah, I think pretty cool for her to experience it. And she said it gave her, it brought back so many memories of, you know, her having me and 
it made me think, I wonder if one day I might be at Margot's birth. Like, you know, she might be having her baby in and maybe I'll be there. Um, but yeah, it was a really, it was a cool, it was cool that my mum was able to be there. Obviously I was gutted that Kurt couldn't be there. But like I said, at that point, I just kind of lost control of, you know, what it, what it was meant to be. So I, um, they examined me, they, my waters were really low and they said, yeah, we can break your waters um, and then let's see how it goes. And then luckily it actually really ramped up really quick after that. So I was on my ball and I was, you know, I was doing all my breathing, all my hypnobirthing and I was feeling really good. I was feeling like I am absolutely bossing this. And the woman kept saying, do you want some gas and air? And I was like, no, no, I'm fine. And um, bless the midwife as well. She wasn't allowed to leave either. So once she came into the room, basically anyone or anything that came into my room wasn't allowed to leave. So by the end of the, the whole process, it literally looks like we had like all the contents of the hospital inside my room there was like two beds there was all this food there was like anything that came in stayed in there um and so yeah it started to ramp up really quickly and then about so that was about 11 o'clock about seven o'clock in the evening I got examined again and by this point I was like I was in a bad way I was really struggling I, I think I just started on the gas and air and uh and I was really in a lot of pain and she examined me and she was like right let's see where we're at and I was thinking I am definitely like I'm at the nine or ten centimeters point I am ready to go and she examined and she said I was three centimeters and I just my heart sank because I thought oh my goodness, I cannot do this anymore. And anyone that's had a baby will know that point where you're like, oh, I I want to stop this, but I don't know how to stop it. The only way to get, to do it is to keep going. Um, and I just felt really, really deflated at that point. But she said, you know, things can change really quickly. And I knew last time that, you know, things ramped up really quickly for me. So I just kind of tried to stay focused on it. But anyway, long story short, an hour after that point of three centimetres and feeling like I had it ages ago, an hour later, she was out. How crazy is that? So it literally ramped up from three centimetres to 10 centimetres really quick. I was pushing for 10 minutes and um, and then, yeah, she was out and it was so good. And I just, I mean, it wasn't good. I don't know why I said it was good, but I'm so, I was just so happy that she was out and, you know, she was healthy and we'd got out to that that side of it and I felt really bad so I, I we were gonna like FaceTime Kurt and you know have it all on video and have the whole thing recorded and everything like that but because the pushing bit was so quick it was all just a bit like chaotic and then bless him he'd literally just put his head down um to have a little nap because my mum had messaged obviously an hour before and said oh she's three centimeters I think she's gonna be a little while and um and then, yeah, and then we just FaceTimed him and then there's just this little chubby, cabbagey baby on the FaceTime and he was like, oh my God. Um, so yeah, it was a crazy time. And then um, after we, I had her, obviously we had cuddles and everything like that. But then once my mum went, she wasn't allowed to come back in either. So she, she went and then uh, she went about an hour later um, so that she can get some sleep and everything like that. And then it's funny though, you know, you know, like sometimes you're like, well, when you've had a baby, you're like, I just want to get home. I just want to get discharged. All you need is a nice contagious disease virus and they are quick sharp to get you out of there. <laughs> 
I literally woke up in the morning and all my paperwork was done. They were ready to go. They were literally like shoving me out the door, um, which was fine for us to be fair, because obviously Kurt really wanted to meet her and and it was good. But uh, yeah, just a crazy, crazy time. And then we, um, Kurt came to pick us up in the car and it was quite cute because obviously Frankie and Kurt got to meet her at the same time. Um, and Kurt just, uh, Kurt obviously took to her straight away, but Frankie took to her straight away, and it was so cute, and he like was stroking her head, and he goes, hello baby, and it's just the cutest little thing, and um, yeah, and then that was that, we were home, ready to go, but what I didn't really anticipate is that um, the recovery <laughs> of uh, birth when you've had COVID is very different, so I actually didn't have symptoms before I gave birth, luckily but my symptoms started after I think what had happened is my body was like holding out and knew that it had to give birth and then once I'd actually given birth I think my body was like come on give me a break and then um yeah just kind of shut down a little bit so you know normally if you have covid basically the the advice is that you just rest and you rest and you sleep and you chill and all of that and I gave birth (laughs) so I literally like it's, it's the same as like running a marathon so uh, yeah, needless to say, my body took a bit of a battering. It took quite a long time to um, feel better um, and had like, a, you know, a few medical complications after that. But, um, and that's why it kind of took a while really to come back. I was going to jump straight back on my podcast and, and get back to it. But yeah, in the end, I just decided that I need to focus on my health. I need to focus on my family. And um, yeah, it just took a little bit of time. But yeah, I, it's a, it was a crazy time, crazy, crazy time, but it was fine. And uh there's loads that I'm going to share with you, like, you know, the the kind of medical recovery of it um, and the the mental part of that, um, I learned quite a lot about and I'm, I'm excited to share that with you. But yeah, we're doing good as a family. It's definitely taken some getting used to. Obviously, throwing another baby in there um, definitely mixes things up and my, my routine and everything that I'd figured out, you know, balancing business with Frankie looks nothing like it did before um it's very very different and to be honest with you I'm learning every single week every single week I'm trying something and figuring out what works figuring out what doesn't work um so yeah I'm just really excited to come on here every single week and share that with you and share kind of what I'm learning and also bring some incredible people um for you to meet as well so I have also got something so, so exciting coming up. So I'm actually launching a new course, which I'm so excited about. I've wanted to do this. I've actually, I actually started it at the beginning of the year and, um, you know, so much was happening and I, I kind of like was doing lots of other stuff at the same time, but this is my baby. This is something that I feel so passionate about and loads of people have been asking me about it. So keep your eyes and your ears peeled because I've got a new course starting, um, launching um, in the next couple of weeks and I'm excited about it. I literally, the reason I haven't launched it yet is that I just keep, I kept tweaking it. I kept kind of adding to it and, you know, trialing it out and making sure that what I was putting in it really did work and that I was, you know, making it as simple and as clear as possible. Um, and I finally feel like I've got the, I've got the perfect thing. So, um, yeah, I'm so excited to share it with you and I'm so excited to hear from all of you as well. So please reach out to me on Instagram or on email if you're on my email email list and let me know about your business. Let me know 
about your business, what you're struggling with, what you wanna learn more about, what you would love to know. I really, really, really wanna get to know you and see how I can serve you the best because this podcast is about you. It's about helping you become the best version of you and realizing that you are made for more. And the only way that I can do that is if we really start to get to know each other. So reach out to me and uh, yeah, I can't wait to have a chat with you in the DMs. Share this with anyone else that you think will find it valuable. And um, yeah, I can't wait to be on this journey with you. Thank you so much. I'm so excited for next week and I'll speak to you soon. Bye.